Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Vida Talks. Today, I'm your host, Miriam Vasquez, and I'm here with two very special guests, Mona Izquierdo and Rosalia Guerrero. And I will let our guests introduce themselves. We're going to be having very interesting conversations today around community health workers. Rosalia, would you like to start? Sure. Thank you, Miriam. Thanks for having us. Uh, my name is Rosalia Guerrero. Uh, I'm with the Texas Epidemic Public Health Institute, uh, which is housed within the University UT Health School of Public Health in Houston. Uh, so I work with community health workers. I've been a community health worker instructor uh, for a little over 10 years now. Uh, so I'm glad that we get to talk about this today. Perfect. Thank you for joining us. And Mona? And my name is Mona Izquierdo. I am with the Department of State Health Services. I am the Family and Community Health uh, Program Manager um, for the Department of Health Services. I manage clinics across West Texas, 33 counties. Um, we, we have the primary health, uh, we have public health clinics in areas that there's not a public health department. Oh, wow. So the way we work with uh, community health workers is I actually had my staff certified um, as community health workers since it brings in so many valuable skills um, and we work in those capacities as well. I've also been a community health worker instructor for about 10 years mm -hmm. myself. Okay. Um, I originally came from Austin and was working with the community health service, pro I mean, uh, community health program. So I did all the certifications and so on for them for a while. Okay, perfect. Um, so before we begin, maybe for some of our listeners or our viewers that are not too familiar with community health workers, could you tell us, you can choose who answers, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about what is a community health worker and you know what role do they play? Sure, so a community health worker or otherwise known as a promotores de salud are basically uh, trusted community members um, who work, uh, come from communities and uh, work with communities uh, to build capacity and um, navigate services both. Um, they can be a bridge between agencies, social service agencies and health agencies and the community. Um, they tend to have uh, the same background as a community that they serve uh, and uh, they understand the culture, the language. So basically um, make people feel more comfortable and, um, and a good um, entryway in, into services. And it's a long tradition in Texas and, uh, and Mona could probably say more about this, but um, we're a little over 20 years now that community health workers have been certified uh, by the state of Texas, which I think is a huge benefit uh, for community health workers because most states don't have that. It's because they're being recognized mm -hmm. now and how valuable they are to the community. Um, and it's important to give them that certification, that title, that proof, you know, that, hey, you've earned it. Because, you know, they go through a 160-hour course to become a community health worker. So it's not just throwing someone in and saying, help us, it, they're trained, well-trained, connected to the community, and are able to really build that trust with those community members and educating them uh, to get the services they need to help cut um, on any 
hospitalizations or um, health disparities of sorts. They, it's they're there to help, so they're valuable. What I'm um, understanding is that community health workers play an important role because they serve as liaisons. Mm -hmm. They are experts in their communities. They are trusted by their communities. But they have also w gone through intensive training to make sure that they have the best skills to put into use what they already know and what they already know how to do best. Correct. And it's also continuous training mm -hmm. so you know everything gets updated right let's yes. just take covid mm -hmm. we kept changing vaccines right. every six months right and mm -hmm. they were getting trained simultaneously to be able to go out into community and promote that so mm -hmm. very valuable right uh, you know in short sometimes uh um, my quick spiel always i i say community health workers uh, they're friends with benefits right uh, because there's someone who understands you um you know, if there's, um, if families are having issues, they know they can go to this trusted person and let them know what's going on. And, and um, maybe, you know, um, there can be some emotion there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the community health worker can um, empathize with the family, with the individual. But at the same time, they'll let you cry for like five minutes and then they're going to say, okay, now we need to get to work. What are we going to do next? This is... This is how we're going to solve this this problem. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they're, they're very uh, needed and appreciated in, in the community. Um, you both work for different agencies and um, obviously very important agencies that do important work in public health. Um, can you talk a little bit more about how do you employ community health workers within your you know, areas, what type of work do they do? Um, do they have to have particular characteristics? You know. Well, with the Department um, of State Health, we actually trained our staff. They weren't community health workers mm -hmm. when they came on board, but we trained them and certified them as community health workers. I think there's also um, kind of a, a misnomer that People look for jobs that say community health workers. No, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Community health workers can be found in, in many jobs. Um, my staff, for example, uh, are what we call community health specialists. Okay. Um, they're almost kind of like a medical assistant. They handle my clinic. They do appointments. They handle vaccine. They go out and educate. They bring in the resources. They do some outreach. We do health fairs. So they're in that community, bringing that into our agency, getting them in, but also extending the hand out when we're out in the field and um, trying to get people. Really, education is a big part of it because a lot of people, depending on where the focus is. Mm -hmm. um, I think what I want to get across is that they can't know it all, mm -hmm. so they specialize. Okay. Right? So community health workers, depending on where they work, in our case, it's more with vaccines and preventative health. So they're going to be focused and trained more on that on that train track right there. But it could be someone in a hospital. We can have a community health worker working in a hospital because a lot of folks will go in that may not know the language. Mm -hmm. And it could be the Spanish language or it could actually be medical language. You know, and so we train the community health workers to 
go that route to really learn it and then how to teach it to the client so that they take their medications and they're not guessing the amount of medications they're taking. Um, they check up on them. That is the beauty of a community health worker because they're in the community. They can do more follow-ups than your reg- regular medical person. Yeah, And then with Teffy, we're all about uh, pandemic prevention mm. and preparation, right? Okay. Preparedness. Learning and from our mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're trying. We're trying. And, and one of the great teachers in this case were community health workers, right? One of our responsibilities at Teffy is to build up a public health reserve okay. of uh, persons that are trained um, to help in the event of another outbreak. So, you know, with, you know, hopefully we won't have another pandemic anytime soon, but outbreaks are happening all the time, you know, whether it be um, measles or um, uh, other kinds of infectious diseases. Uh, we need people who are there prepared to give uh, good information to the community. And what we learned through the pandemic um, that the community health workers stepped up to the plate. We always knew them um, to be with the community talk, talking around social determinants of health and also chronic disease, you know, diabetes, as we were very used to working with community health workers. But during the pandemic, the community health workers were the ones that were going door to door and telling people about the changes in the vaccines and, and giving them um, scientifically based um, information and and the other thing we found was in you know sometimes some of these communities uh, may not be very trusting of the government right so yeah right we're the government we're here to help and so um, and what we found was during an emergency they trust government even less of course but who do they trust you know their neighbor their friend the community health worker mm-hmm. who was there at the diabetes clinic that was there at their school, at their church, in their community health center. So they're going to turn to the community health worker. So who better to give this information in real time to the community than community health workers and our promotoras? So uh, I think we owe a great debt to the promotoras because they went out during the pandemic when none of us knew, you know, before the vaccine, but their love for the community they're like, everything that they learned, they would go and, and share that uh, with the community. And quite frankly, they saved lives. What I'm hearing is that community health workers are not only, you know, people within the community that have certain characteristics already in them, that they're also thoroughly trained, but that they're also a very dynamic workforce. Definitely. Um, and Absolutely. they have a key role to play in multiple settings, in multiple areas. Um, and that precisely because they are thoroughly trained, they can do this. They can say, you know what, maybe now the medical emergency or the public health emergency is a drought, uh, you know, or um, it's... Um, a measles outbreak or it's um there's been an increase in child death because they're not wearing their um seat uh child seats properly they're not you know properly secured um and they have that flexibility to be in multiple settings right and they're very aware of the resources around them in that community so they can connect the clients to the resources they need like a child care mm-hmm 
or um, food, you know, the pandemic itself. Yep. People yep. weren't coming out of their houses. How yep. were they getting food? Mm-hmm. Most likely it was a community health worker going out, getting the food, taking it to them. Very valuable people, people that care for their communities. And I think that's what makes them, they're set aside to even a better and greater relationship with their communities, mm-hmm. with their members, because they see them. Um, they're a familiar face. They're that comfort because, okay, she's helped me before. Mm. Um, she's one of me. She's one of us. And that's that's the important piece. You reduce that barrier that sometimes maybe us as agencies um, have because we are external to those communities. Okay. And that for some community members will be kind of like a reason for caution or for outright you know, just not wanting to engage, as you mentioned, like the districts mm-hmm. with the government. Right. And community health workers really represent the communities where they're from. So um, they can be young. It could be someone who's maybe retired or maybe has been um, dedicated to their home and now looking for ways to assist in, in their community Again, you know, can be church-based or at schools. Uh, interestingly enough, we're just about to graduate a group of high schoolers as community health workers because, you know, uh, what is it? You don't trust anyone over 30. So we have a mental health crisis in our schools. and But a lot of these students aren't going to reach out to an adult. So, But they'll reach out to a peer. So that's really important. And uh, and the state actually certifies uh, community health workers um, starting at the age of 16. So absolutely. And and we saw during the pandemic that our young people really stepped up to the plate. So uh, I think the community health worker program is a way that we can provide uh, students with great public health information mm-hmm. that they can use in their own life and also help their friends and family because sometimes they have family that um, maybe they're from like an immigrant community or uh, they're the main English speaker in the family. So now they can provide good information uh, to their family. That's very interesting because I think that um, at least when I first got introduced to what community health workers were, I think I had a very, um, you know, defined image, quote unquote, of what a community health worker is. Yeah, it's kind of like a stereotype of what a community health worker might look like. And they were always kind of older, uh, female, um, mostly Mexican-American or Hispanic. And what I'm hearing based on you know, the cohort of youth that you're talking about is that there is like no clear definition. They're chameleons. Yes. They're going to change the color of the community. (laughs) They're going to get in there and and really be one of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're seeing more men. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah, which is really exciting because, um, you know, sometimes men don't want to talk about their health issues Mm -hmm. with with women. You know, they want to talk to someone who understands them. So, um, We've really reached out uh, to men to become promotores de, de salud, and, and they're great because uh, they really rally uh, the, the community. So what I'm hearing is that there is an important niche that community health workers have, and also there is an importance in matching kind of the 
you know, the, the community health worker to the population that you want to serve. Um, and that will be super varied. You will have, you know, different genders or ages or ethnicities. Um, and that will give you the diversity that you're looking for in this workforce. That's exactly right. That's right. Everyone's valuable in their community. And, the, and they, once you know who that advocate is, is the person we really want to get trained as a CHW promotora so they can continue their work within their community with the skills and the resources they need mm -hmm. to make a success in their in their position there. So, And I'm glad Mona mentioned advocacy because I always mm -hmm. tell folks that's really what sets community health workers apart from other healthcare professionals uh, because they're not clinical, right? They're right. not providing healthcare services, you know, sometimes that's an addition to um, uh, to their work, but really they're there to um, build capacity and, um, and also to advocate for their client, their patient, for their community, right? So it's not just providing service, but letting agencies know how to best provide service to their communities. Um, so... One of the things that I'm curious is if I'm an agency or an organization that is hearing this and is like, wow, that sounds like an amazing, you know, person, an amazing workforce to have, how do we even go about, you know, incorporating community health workers into our sites? Like, how would you recommend an organization to even start doing that type right. of work? That, that, that's one of my favorite questions and thank you for asking. <laughs> so I was like, passing that one over. Yeah. Thank you for asking because I think what I would really like agencies to know is community health workers are more than a human resource, okay. right? Uh, when I see they're a model of care, it means that the agency is um, interested in the community of serving their community of knowing the community where they're in, you know, they're um, so they going to partner with community health workers, but just having a community health worker hiring community health worker and say, okay, you deal with the community. We just provide the service that, that never really works. And what'll happen is like, Oh, well I brought a community health worker in and, and it didn't, the community health worker didn't work out, you know, and it's like, so you, it's, again, it's a model of care. Wherever I see a community health worker, it tells me a lot about that agency. It tells me that they want to understand the community, that they want to serve the community, that they want to be in touch. And so uh, it's not so much that um, they're having the community health worker do outreach, but also in reach, they they want to they want to hear news of the community, so that they can better so that they can better serve. So, and when you have an agency with community health workers, it speaks a lot of that agency. I think it's very important for the agency to be open, okay, mm -hmm. open minded, open in, in understanding what a community health worker can do. Because there's a lot of roles a community health worker can play. Okay. So if they're closed-minded, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. They have to, you know, I when I worked in the CHW program um, in Austin, one of the things I kept seeing is them trying to work with them, but it was like the physicians were like, nope. <laughs> That's well, out if, of your scope. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not letting them in completely, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. 
it has to be a team effort like anything we do in our day to day. You work as a team. Um, and those community health workers can be a valuable part of that team as long as the team and the agency mm -hmm. opens their arms to it. Um, so what I'm what I'm hearing is agencies that want to incorporate community health workers need to put in a level of work. And they need to put it on level of maybe system change within their organizations to make sure that you're not only saying, well, I brought a community health worker to help the community, but then you don't really incorporate them into your teams and you don't give them the seat at the table and you don't listen to the feedback that they have about the community because maybe you're doing initiatives that their community is like, right. you know, I don't you know, it doesn't work for us. And your community health worker will be able to see that, will be able to tell you that. But if you're not listening, if you're not giving them a seat at the table, then you will lose all of that valuable information. Definitely. Definitely. If you're not doing that, then, then it's not worth it. But our community health workers um, will go in and really study the area, their people, what is lacking, what... What, do, what are the needs? Um, and just like you said, if they're doing something else, but they're not addressing the need, you know, then it's not working effectively. So again, going back to my first statement, you, every, the agency has to be wide open. The, the community health worker has to be part of that plan. They have to be part of that strategic plan on moving the, the services forward. Um. At Project Vida Health Center, we have community health workers. Um, we are one of the leading agencies in hiring community health workers. And we've been very fortunate and very successful at having community health workers as part of our medical care team. Um, because, you know, it's been recognized that that is important. They bring something to the table. They, um, they're able to do that connection. Um, and they provide... Um, many roles and one of them is for example um continuum of care care coordination uh, you see the patient and then sometimes the patient is i don't know diagnosed with diabetes providers have a limited a lot of time that they can see a patient but the patient is overwhelmed it's a it's a difficult diagnosis you know it's big news who do you how do you provide that that person with more services and and with further education through a community right, health worker. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and one of the things is, is you know, we talk about community health workers and bringing them in. Also, it's a good idea, like we did, to train some of our staff to mm -hmm. be community health workers because then you've got both best of both worlds going on. Um, you bring them in and you train. So everybody's talking the same language and is really inclusive of of what the work is and how they can help out the community. And, and that level of training, uh, training for the community health workers, but also for the staff of the agency where they'll be. Um, so True. you don't just want to drop a community health worker mm -hmm. into the middle of a system that's already working. You really, that I guess that would be my, uh, my number one suggestion for an agency bringing in a community health worker, it has to be that team effort. And you have to get buy-in uh, to understand, you know, so uh, kind of like the what's in it for me, right? Mm -hmm. When a community health worker 
comes, how is that going to um, better my care as a doctor, as a nurse, as a social worker, as a medical assistant? Um, you know, what, you know, how am I going to uh, work with the community health worker? How are they going to assist me? And uh, bringing them onto the team and making a safe space for the community health worker is is a really important part. Absolutely. So it's a process. It's a process. It is a process. And, and piggybacking on that is really, if you're bringing a community health worker into your agency, just like you said, the whole agency really probably needs not to go for 160 hour, but bring someone in who can really talk about what a community health worker can do Mm -hmm. so that everyone is aware of the possibilities, why they're there, there and just the the endless possibilities on how they can help. Um, then it becomes, oh, well, then they can help me with this and they can help me with that. Then how do we put this into place so we don't, number one, overwhelm the poor community health worker? Mm-hmm. Or wait, you might need to bring in two or three. Mm-hmm. But let's educate so that everyone has buy-in on that, just like Rosalia right. was saying. Yeah, because the most unfortunate thing I've seen is where a community health worker is overworked but underutilized. I see. They're like... Uh, way down with like menial work and stuff yeah. like that and it's not really conductive to them um you know being as effective as they can be in a that's team right. that's right because mm-hmm. they're valuable yes so they need to be up there where everybody else is mm-hmm. um to get the work done um this has been you know very insightful in terms of what a community health worker is, how do they look in the workspace, um, how organizations can do them. As um, people who have been working in this field and with community health workers for a long time, what do you expect for this workforce to look like? Like, what are your hopes for this workforce? How do you see them into the future? I see them in in these healthcare settings um, in all aspects. Okay. Primary you know, public hospitals, clinics, because they're going to be that extension to your clients Mm -hmm. that the doctor or the nurse or the nurse practitioners cannot give the community. So somebody who's lost um, with all these medications they have to take or just everyday care or diet, um, that's where they come in. So going back to the agencies or the clinics or whoever adopts them in, you can have your community health worker trained in a track that best fits your agency. So they're specialized in what they're doing to help you build that trust with your clients. So what I see is incorporating them in in all levels and training them for the track that you really want them to focus on. And I think that would really bring in more people to a clinic that need the help instead of being scared of going to a doctor. Um, that would really build that trust for, for, these, for these clinics or agencies. Right, because sometimes lack of access to health care is not only not having insurance or not knowing where the clinic is, but it's also not feeling welcomed by the system. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and really the sky's the limit because... You know, I've really seen community health workers evolve over the years. At the very beginning, they were kind of like the translator at the I clinic. See. Oh, come oh, over and just so uh, you know, it's come a long way. 
uh, agencies have come a long way. I remember, you know, anytime I talked about community health workers, I had to start with a definition. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of people know about community health workers. They're curious. They're interested. Um, again, there's uh, we're talking more and more about social determinants of health at a clinical set in clinical settings. So it's becoming more and more apparent of of their worth. And I'm seeing community health workers take on you know, leadership roles, you know, um, having their voice valued uh, within these institutions. Uh, and, and it's it's really been great. The, and also the, the, the diversity of community health workers, um, yeah, is, is really exciting. You know, the work that now they can do in within, we'd already discussed, like the the younger populations, mm-hmm. but the LGBTQ, oh, you nice. know, populations and um, in different, um, again, with different cultures that we have, um, you know, many immigrant um, uh, communities, right, that now community health workers are coming forth from those communities, I right? See. So, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge diversity every time, you know, I get to see a, a group of community health workers uh, you know, you see the the faces change, age has changed, a lot of evolution. So, yeah, really excited to see what the next few years brings us. Yeah, you'd be surprised what they put together. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like, we need a health fair and we need to do it. There's a town outside of Presidio called Candelaria, and there's a couple of health uh, community health workers there, and they, like, pull all the resources to come to their town to give their town the sort resources they need, the the clinical, the food, the you know, depending on what, the need, but they bring them all in. They're organizing yeah. this themselves, innovative and and out there. And guess who's benefiting? The, the community. community. Mm-hmm. So definitely, community health workers are a very promising workforce that is has evolved in a very positive way and has assumed a lot of leadership roles at this point. Yep. And um, you know. We hope that that keeps going towards the future and there's a lot of opportunity for that to grow. So I want to thank you so much for having this conversation with me today um, and for, you know, providing some valuable information for our listeners and our viewers. Well, thanks for having thank us because, you. you know, it's great to, to really promote that. So thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next time around for our future conversations. Thank you so much. <laughs>